So this is Marlene and Bob talking about sex and relationships. And our topic for today is sex as the better idea. So this is a concept that we learned from Katie Hendricks. And she would usually say, go with the better idea. What's the better idea? So it's a question we often ask ourselves. What is the better idea here? Couples waste a lot of time in conflict with whose idea is better. And there are many different ideas, so it's hard to say simply by not thinking about it uh, that, well, which one's the better idea? Right. So one of the key examples of this is when it comes to sex, couples often polarize around emotional closeness and physical closeness. One person will say, I need to feel emotionally close to you to have sex. Well, the other person will say, well, I need to have some physical contact, um, sex, because then I'll feel close if I have some kind of contact with you and I know that sex does that for me. Now, it's not necessarily true that this is gender-related, but it certainly was true in our situation that I was the one that seemed to hold the value of emotional closeness. So Bob might suggest sex, and I might say, but I need to, I need to do something first to feel good about you, to feel close to you, to, to allow you to touch me sexually. Or I might say, well... If I can just feel you physically close and hug you and, uh, and, and caress you in some way, then, then I will feel uh, uh, ready to, well, I will feel emotionally close. So we had a lot of conflict over this because we were stuck in either one or the other. So here's what we recommend when it comes to I want to be close physically, I want to be close emotionally, really, the choice is, yes, we want both of those things. In fact, whenever there is an either-or, either this or that in your relationship, we recommend you seeing if you can change the either-or to an and. And then change that to a yes. So if it's either emotional or physical closeness, as soon as you change it to emotional and physical closeness, there can be a yes. Another example of conflict in uh, our relationship and in many relationships is the whole idea of who's initiating here. So we used to keep track, we used to try to take turns, we used to try to um, recognize who initiated this particular time. And say, you know, I'm the one who did it, I'm the one who initiated, and it would seem like a competition. And whoever initiated would get some sort of points in our scorecards that we were keeping. And in working with many, many couples over the past uh, 15 years, uh, we've seen this come up time and time again. We'd like to say 
that it really is a red herring. And in a way, it avoids that we are actually looking at each other and saying, we'd like to have sex in some form. And uh, um, we're getting caught in the conflict before that. So focusing on who initiated never gets you where you want. In other words, it never gets you to actually have that emotional closeness and that physical closeness. So we'd also like to talk very briefly about what does it mean to have sex? We'll be exploring this more in a different podcast, but for this one, we want to specifically say that when we're talking about sex and we're talking about sex as the better idea, we are not talking about goal-oriented sex. We're not talking about sex that's aimed at intercourse and not even sex that's aimed at orgasm. So back to the conversation about sex. Um, We start with the assumption that it's something that we both want. We both want closeness, uh, emotional and physical. It's about how to get there. So the conversation becomes how to get there. And it doesn't matter who brings it up. Now, I'm imagining that some of you are thinking, well, I don't care if I ever have sex again. In fact, I personally have had that thought. And what I'd like to invite you to explore is what happened to get you to not want sex ever again. Sex is a natural urge and unless something's happened to close down that natural urge, it's sort of like saying, I never want to eat again. So if you have found yourself thinking or saying, I never want to have sex again, I invite you to stop and think. I wonder what it is that has made me close down my natural sexual urge. So something else that we practice is something that we call simmering. And simmering is we are getting ourselves ready to have some sexual play together and we intentionally, as they would say, stir the pot a little bit. That might be, for me, I notice what Marlene looks like. I might say something about what I like about uh, what she's wearing or how much I like to touch her or I might say something about how I appreciate her physically. Simmering might be hugging, kissing, might be teasing. And in fact, we will be having a podcast later on things you can do to help you want to have sex. And the whole thing about teasing is something that we have intentionally cultivated. Uh, Marlene's a good teaser anyway. She's she's just really good at it. And... uh, I'm constantly learning new ways to do this. So it's actually a very important thing for both of us. 
We also want to briefly touch on a concept that we will be exploring in depth in a future podcast, which are the things that you do to sabotage anything good between you. So these are things that you might do preemptively to stop yourself from having a good time together, or it might be things that you do, and remember this is all done unconsciously, but things you unconsciously do to bring yourself back down to a familiar level after you've had something good between you. I'd also like to mention something about intention and priority. Nothing's going to happen uh, in the long run between you sexually unless you have an intention, a conscious intention, to do something together. We often have the uh, misguided idea that everything should just happen without any thinking about it, setting time for it, um, or uh, planning. So it's really good to have an intention here. So this is true about anything that's important. If you've decided that you want to have an exercise program, if you want to get together with friends, if you want to um, go to more theater or dance performances, you need to set the intention to do that. It doesn't just happen naturally. So for us, one of the things that we have done is we put it on our to-do list uh, to have sexual touching together. So we make regular sexual play a priority. We set the intention to have special times together. And that makes it more likely that it's going to happen. So, what is the better idea? Well, think about this. You have lots to do. And lots of things get your attention. So when you consciously put your intention in connecting with each other in a playful sexual way, then that's more likely to happen. So as we say, having sex with your partner, whatever sex means, and we're going to explore that, that's always going to be the better idea. Almost always. Pretty well always.